0: to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to The Uncommon teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week, we talk about real life issues that you're facing and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. When most people hear the word boundaries, their automatic thought goes to an imaginary line that separates you from someone else, kind of like a boundary on a map between two states or maybe between two countries. However, boundaries do more than just keeping you in and keeping others out. Boundaries help others see who it is that you really are and what it is you believe. When boundaries are set well, they can keep you from falling into a place where you resent those who are around you, where you're angry all the time, where you're fighting with the feelings of guilt and shame. None of us want to be in those places. We want to enjoy our lives. We want to enjoy those around us, and we want to live in peace knowing that we're standing strong in who it is that God created us to be. This is why it's so important to set those healthy boundaries. When we don't set healthy boundaries, it can lead us to taking our best friend's struggles and hardships on as our own, weighing us down with a sense of heaviness and anxiety and stress. And I'm not saying that you can't be there for your friends or you can't help them, but it isn't your responsibility to carry the load for them. It's so, so important that you help them to learn to give it to God. Also, without healthy boundaries, people will take advantage of you. My husband used to be this way where he felt like he had to say yes to everyone and do everything for everyone, but he was struggling emotionally because he couldn't be everything for everyone. God never designed him to be that way, and God didn't design you to be that way either. Without healthy boundaries, it can lead to being a people pleaser, and this is kind of what we just talked about, (laughs) where you are constantly changing who you are depending on who is around you. When we become people pleasers for long enough, eventually we won't even know who we are anymore. And that can be a very lonely and very dark place to be. I know, I've been there. And without healthy boundaries, it can lead to a place where you're trying to get your acceptance and your validation from those around you. The problem with that is when you try to gain your acceptance and your validation from those around you, they can't sustain that. They were never designed to be that acceptance and validation for you. When something happens, like maybe they reject you, it crushes you. The only person that you can count on for your acceptance and your validation is God because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He will never change. So when we set healthy boundaries, it helps us to realize who we are in Christ so that we can get our validation and acceptance from him. All right, so let's talk a little bit more about healthy boundaries. What areas should we be setting boundaries in and what do they look like? how do we actually set those boundaries? So there are three common areas where we need to set boundaries. I'm going to talk about two of them today. And then the third one we will talk about next week as we get into part two of this series. All right. So the three common areas that we need to set boundaries are in our thoughts, in our emotions, and in our bodies or our personal space. Now, as I said, this is going to be a two-part series, so this week we're going to talk about what it means to set healthy boundaries in our thoughts and our emotions, and then next week we're going to learn more about setting healthy boundaries when it comes to our bodies and our personal space, especially in the area of our friendships, our relationships, and social media. So you don't want to miss out on next week's episode. All right, so let's talk about setting healthy boundaries in our thoughts. Second Corinthians 10, 4-5 says, Our weapons of warfare are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. There is a battle, a real battle going on on the inside of our minds every single day. And God has given us the weapon that we need in order to fight this battle and win. He has given us his word so that we can pull down those strongholds or those thought processes that are leading us to places God never intended for our thoughts to go so that we can cast those thoughts out of our lives. If we don't set healthy boundaries in our thought life, they will keep us locked up in a mental prison that is extremely hard to break out of. Hebrews 4.12 tells us that God's word is living, it's powerful, it's active, it's effective in changing our lives. So we need to use the word of God, as Romans 12.2 says, to not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind to what God's word says so that we can live out God's purpose for our life. It helps us to stop believing the lies of the enemy. He is the one that's putting these thoughts in our minds. So how do we set healthy boundaries in our thought life? Philippians 4, 6 through 9 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. And then it goes on to say, and this is how we set healthy boundaries. Think about things that are, number one, true. What is truth? What is truth? Truth is the word of God. So if you have thoughts in your head that are going against what God's word says, that's where we need to change those thoughts to line up with what God's word says about us. Number two, it says think about things that are honest and respectful. Does what you're thinking about honor God and who he says you are? Does it honor your parents? Does it honor the people around you? Does it honor yourself and respect yourself? If not, We need to change those thoughts. We have to set healthy boundaries by changing what we're thinking about. Number three, we set healthy boundaries by thinking about things that are just or right. Ladies, this world is so backwards in their thinking compared to what God says. If the Bible says that something is a sin, we need to call it a sin. And it's not because God's trying to steal all our fun away. It's a sin because God knows that in the end, it's going to hurt you. And he doesn't want you hurt. He doesn't want you broken. He doesn't want you in a dark place. He wants you free. He wants you in peace. He wants you walking with joy and purpose. That is why he is against sin because God knows how he designed you. He knows the plans that he has for you. And he knows when we go away from who it is that God designed us to be. And when we go away from his plans for our life, that's when we step into that dark place. So is what we're thinking about right and just? Number four, we need to make sure we're thinking about things that are pure or clean. And the enemy will put thoughts in your head and it's like, oh my goodness, where did that come from? No, it's from the enemy and he's trying to pull you off of that. And that's where we need to make sure we're casting those thoughts down immediately and say, no, I do not receive that thought. And then number five, we need to think about things that are lovely, things that are pleasing to God. Number six, we need to think about things that are of a good report. When something bad happens or when there's chaos, I want you to begin to ask yourself, what is the good news? And then say, and the good news is, and then say whatever good thing there is. And if it's such a bad situation where you can't think of anything good, you can at least think of Jesus loves me and he died for me so that I could have a relationship with him. And that is good news, ladies. Number seven, Think about things that are virtuous, respectful, kind, gracious. Think about those kinds of things. And the number eight, think about things that are praiseworthy. What can we say? Oh, praise God. Those are the things that we need to think about. And we set those healthy boundaries by thinking about those things. And whenever other thoughts come into our mind that don't line up with these eight things, then we say, no, I don't receive you. You go. And that's how you keep your thought life out of trouble. Because let me tell you, when we start to entertain thoughts that we shouldn't be entertaining, that then leads to our emotions and feeling certain ways. And then that will lead eventually to our actions. And so we need to make sure that our thoughts are lining up with what God said, and that will help us set healthy boundaries in every area of our life. All right, so let's talk about setting healthy boundaries when it comes to our emotions Proverbs 4.23 tells us to guard our hearts or our emotions for everything you do flows out of it. When you set healthy boundaries for your emotions, it will not only bring incredible people into your life, but it will keep toxic and negative people out of your life. Praise God. There are people out there, unfortunately, who try to use your emotions to get you to do what they want you to do. This can be both with doing things that you don't want to do or keep you from doing things that you really do actually want to do. Manipulation is a huge thing that I see today. So real quick, I want to talk about some red flags to be watching out for when it comes to manipulation. And then we'll talk about how to set healthy boundaries when it comes to your emotions. So red flag number one, they repeatedly ask you to do things that you have already told them that you don't want to do. Red flag number two, they tell you that if you don't do what they want you to do, They won't talk to you anymore, or they'll tell everybody a secret that you told them or some other form of blackmail. They will try to do whatever they can to use as leverage to get you to do what they want to do. Red flag number three. And now this one has to do with you. You highly dislike being around this person. You resent them because they always seem to try to push past the boundaries that you have set for yourself. And then red flag number four, you constantly find yourself in a battle on the inside because you know that you're doing things that you should not be doing because of them. Now, I understand this all too well. You may have heard me share about the guy that I met in college who attached himself to me. At first, we were just friends. I told him I had no desire to date. I told him that I just wanted to be friends. However, even though I had set those boundaries in my personal life, physically, I did not have the boundaries set when it came to my emotions. This guy became very possessive of me. He would always show up at my dorm room. He'd always show up at my classes. He would tell me that if I ever left him, he would end his life, which kept me from walking away. I got to the point where I actually felt hatred in my heart towards this guy. I resented him so much. I could not stand being around him. If we were in a room together and he would walk out of a room... The first thought that I had in my head was, oh, I cannot stand being around him. It was a constant battle on the inside. I didn't want to be around him, but I didn't know what else to do. That was a very hard relationship for me to end. But I finally just had to say, enough. I'm not taking this emotional abuse any longer. Let me tell you, that was the best decision I could have ever made in that relationship. And ladies, if you're finding yourself in a very similar situation and you're in a place that you don't know how to get out of, I want you to either talk to your parents if you're able to, talk to your youth pastor if you're able to, or get on the Uncommenting app. You can download that at Uncommentingapp.com and click on the tab that says connect with Jamie and let me know. I would love to talk with you through it. I would love to help encourage you So that you can take that bold action and walk away from that relationship. When we set healthy boundaries, we are protecting ourselves from situations like this. How do we set those healthy emotional boundaries though? One way we can set those healthy emotional boundaries is not by moving too fast, either in a friendship or in a relationship, even if you click. Say you just met this girl for the first time. She seems really awesome. You seem to have a lot in common. Do not take that time to lay down your whole life story for her. Trust slowly. You don't know her. Get to know her first. Talk about, you know, little things until you get to know her and her character after a period of time. As you go through this friendship, you know, release just a little bit more and a little bit more as you learn to trust her, but don't move too fast. And the same thing is true for dating if you're in that stage of life. Don't move too fast with a guy that you just met. Actually, I highly encourage you to get to know them really, really well in a group of friends for quite some time before you start dating them. That's just my personal thoughts. If you want to learn more about that, I have a series on crushes, flirting, and dating. I encourage you to go back and listen to that podcast series because it is so powerful. All right. So as you're getting to know the person, share with them your values. Let them know who you really are. Don't hide Who you are. Don't hide that you love Jesus. Don't hide that you go to church. Be you. And let me tell you if they reject you for who you are, they don't need you anyway. And two, I want to just kind of caution you in this. When it comes to guys, and I'm not saying every guy, there are great guys out there, a lot of great guys. Tread slowly and see who they really are. And this is why I like to say, get in groups of friends, because there are some guys out there who will tell you what you want to hear just to get to you. And there are some guys out there who know you're a Christian and know you have high values, and it's a game to them to get you to move off of your values. So tread slowly, get to know them in a group of friends for an extended period of time. And then one last tip on setting healthy emotional boundaries take note when you feel uncomfortable or like somebody is not respecting your boundaries or your values. If you have given your life to Jesus and you made him the Lord of your life, you have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. When you feel uncomfortable on the inside, and I'm not talking about nerves because you're getting ready to go up and perform a solo in front of like this massive audience. I'm talking about uncomfortable, like you don't feel right. There's something just not right on the inside of you. That is the Holy Spirit warning you. This person is not a good person to be around. Listen to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is sent to us to be our guide and to be our comforter. And He has already been where we're going to go. He's already seen the end from the beginning. And so He's trying to warn you, listen to the Holy Spirit, ladies. That's why He's there. So don't be afraid when you feel that uncomfortable feeling on the inside. Don't be afraid to speak up. All right, so I gave you a lot of information in this episode. Next week, we're gonna go more into detail on how to set boundaries in friendships and relationships and on social media. All right, ladies, so as we say every week, and I want you to repeat it after me and really believe it with your heart I am beautiful, I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, one quick announcement before we head out for today. If you are interested in learning more about my one-on-one coaching program, specifically for you, Christian teen girls, I first encourage you to let your parents know why you're interested. And then together with your parents, go to either www.uncommonteen.com and click on the tab that says life coaching, or you can go to the Uncommonteen app. Again, you can download that at uncommonteenapp.com and click on the tab that says coaching. There you can learn more about coaching, how it can be an encouragement to you. And you can also get signed up for a 15-minute call with me to see if coaching is right for you. All right, ladies, I hope you have a wonderful day, and I'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging, but God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommentine Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, we set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. We are going to record live and in person at Uncommenting Live and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommentine Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommentine Live, I knew that God was gonna do something big. And he really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. Ah. (laughs) So stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you and I am just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.